Well, hey there, friend. We're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to hopefully brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Nalawai. And this is A World of Hopes. So Amy, we're a couple days uh, away from a New Year's Eve. We're almost at the finish line here of 2021, <laughs> which is hard to believe. Uh, 2022 yeah. is right around the corner. Uh, you know, it's funny. I saw a meme that made me chuckle, mm. but also made me cry and mm. <laughs> describing 2022. Yep. Uh, the way it's pronounced, 2020 yep. part two. I know <laughs> which exactly like, which meme you're talking about. Yep. Yes. Uh, which, yeah, made me chuckle. And then I thought about it. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, part two of 2020. Please. I mean, it's sort of the sad reality of where we are right now. It's it's a little sobering when you see and hear all the statistics of um, of cases and right. crazy Omicron mess. But yeah, I mean, it's always a little weird and sad for me at the end of the year. And I think, I feel like I mentioned this last episode or the episode before, but, um, you know, even just reflecting back on my one second everyday video, I felt like all of the clips from January and February 2021 were like eons ago. They felt like as I was watching, I was like, oh my gosh, that was from this year. Like it just felt like it was so long ago. And yeah, I feel like... 2021 was a different type of exhausting year. And I think part of it was just the kind of roller coaster nature of of what we all went through this year. I mean, it was it, it's just like we've been everywhere, <laughs> you know. It's interesting because, you know, 2020 was very much the year of, you know, slow down and, hey, mm-hmm. we're, we're all at home at this point, right? 2021 was interesting because life marched on, but we still had to deal with a pandemic on top of it. So, it right. was like this balancing act almost, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what you know, did you want to do to feel safe, but combine that with things that you had to do? And, you know, it, it just, yeah, it, it was an interesting year for sure. Yeah. I mean, there was such a push to getting things back to, you know, the way they were um, that I feel like, you know, part of what I learned from 2020 was that I don't know that I want everything to be (laughs) the way that it was, you know? So, uh, yeah, it was just a a very um, exhausting is a good word. Uh, exhausting year. That's, yeah, that's an um, appropriate one. Yeah. And especially the last few months, like I just feel like everything was just busy and it was a blur. Stressful yeah. and yeah, yeah, exactly. Blurry a blurry mess is a good way to sum <laughs> things up. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's the descriptor for the year. <laughs> Blurry mess. Yes, exactly. Well, and that's yeah, that's how I felt watching that video going, "Oh my gosh, I don't even remember that. Like it felt like it was so long ago. I completely forgot that these things happened this year. It it really was just this big blur to me. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it feels feel different. It feels different this year. I can't it do, it does. exactly yeah. put my finger on it, but it just yeah, feels bl- blurry mess. Different. I think covers it. Pretty <laughs> covers it pretty well. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like you though, dude. I 
I too get pretty reflective at the end of the year. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things that I, I think it just sort of invites you to re- examine the previous year, right? Did, did you hit like the goals you set for yourself? All, all that kind of stuff, you know? And I know a, a big part of this, the New Year's thing for a lot of people is setting resolutions. Have you been someone who subscribes to the whole resolution thing? Do you set resolutions for yourself every year? Mm, no. I mean, maybe, maybe when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't know I'm better. I'm going to eat more chocolate. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to play. No. Yeah. I'm going to play more. <laughs> I'm going to play more. Maybe I think one year I did make a resolution to go to Disneyland more. That was. <laughs> hey, there um, you go. There uh, you go. That's a resolution I would like to have this year. <laughs> that was a work, uh, work less, play more. Like I needed balance in that regard. And so. Gotcha. That was, yeah. But typically, um, no, I typically do not make New Year's resolutions because I know from firsthand experience that it's all good for like eh, a couple weeks or so. <laughs> And then um, for sure, after the first month, everything slowly starts to just fall apart. And yeah, and I, there's no follow through for me. And as far as a resolution goes, so I, I sort of adopted the idea of picking a word for the year um, as sort of a focus um, to kind of help, I guess, focus what my goals and intentions are using that word kind of as a lens more than, you know, a specific, like, this is the goal I want to achieve. Using using that word to help kind of guide the things that I want to try to accomplish. And, and I don't know, it just helps. um, I guess it helps relieve some of the pressure for me (laughs) in, in relabeling it. Yeah. The the pressure part is where I uh, kind of, have my issues with resolutions and why I don't really do them because I feel like you set yourself up for failure, <laughs> you know, and, and that's a lot of pressure to begin a year with, right? Cause the one day, like, you know, you just don't feel like doing the thing that you resolve to do, then suddenly your whole year is shot. So many people, I, I think set a resolution, right? And they keep it for a few weeks and then you break it one, and you just feel terrible about yourself. And it's just not a good thing for mentally, at least for me, for sure. It, it, it just the pressure there. And, but plus, I feel like setting a goal for an entire year, that's a bit too long. I, I feel like, you know, if you're going to do goals, like you have to have them like shorter term, like maybe like 90 day goals or something like that, right? Like give yourself some momentum, like something Mm -hmm. that you can see like the finish line, (laughs) like a year. It's so hard because who knows, man? I mean, from, you know, from January to December, like who knows what life's going to throw at you. And it's just very hard to uh, stay consistent. So I I feel, at least for me, I I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice if I uh, come up with a resolution. Yeah. Short-term goals. I I think that's, you know, Little little steps to, you know, kind of hopefully put me in a better place at the end of the year. I think that's what it's about for me. All right. Well, let's say we bring in a little hope 
Now, you have a fun story for us. This definitely takes us back to Christmas a little bit, but hey, <laughs> we can never get enough Christmas here. So That's true. And really, <laughs> really, it's not, it's not about the Christmas side of things, in my opinion. That's not what drew me to this, although I am a sucker for Christmas lights, but I will be the first person <laughs> to tell you that I do have Christmas lights in my room year round. So... <laughs> Well, there you go. I, I, yeah, lights make me happy. And this story for sure definitely made me happy. It's a good one. It's a good one. So I, I first saw this, uh, it was a post on, um, the Washington Post's Instagram, which led me to, uh, this article of theirs that, um, was written by Sydney Page and it was about, uh, residents from the Rogers Forge neighborhood in Baltimore County. The unique way that they sort of, I don't know, like deepened their community and, um, was able to, I don't know, just show, show the care and connection that they have for each other. So it all started last year, uh, November 2020. There was a lady who lived in this neighborhood. She was at home. Her name is Kim Morton. She was at home watching a movie when she got a text from her neighbor across the street. And he told her to peek outside. And her neighbor, Matt Riggs, had strung uh, a, a, a single string of white lights that stretched from his home to hers. He also left uh, a little container of homemade cookies on her doorstep. That's a win right there. Right? Cookies alone. Awesome. Um, (laughs) But this is so amazing. He told her that the lights were meant to reinforce that they were always connected despite their pandemic isolation. I love that. I love that. Yeah. He said, he goes, I was reaching out to Kim to literally brighten her world. He knew that... um, that she was just kind of going through a dark time. She had shared that she was dealing with depression and anxiety. Um, She was grieving the loss of a loved one. She was, you know, trying to work through um, stress that she had that was job related. And um, there was just a lot of pressure and it was leading to a lot of anxiety and panic attacks for her. I think a lot of us can relate to that, by the way. And that was it. He related to that completely. And so, um, he was trying to help his two daughters to get through remote school, which was draining. Um, you know, there was financial stress and it was just, it was a hard time like it was for a lot of us. Yeah. So this little bit of brightness, he decided, you know, he, he thought this would be a, a great way to just brighten her day. Right. What he didn't anticipate was that that one strand of Christmas lights would spark this whole neighborhood to follow suit. And in the days that followed after he hung up that one strand of light, neighbor after neighbor started doing the same thing, stretching Christmas lights from their house to another neighbor on the other side of the street. And it was just like it caught on like wildfire. You know, before they knew it, uh, they had bought all the lights from Home Depot (laughs) and their whole neighborhood was um, just lighting up 
as a physical sign of connection and love. It was just a beautiful thing to see. I think one of the things that they both mentioned that was incredible to see was neighbors, um, you know, all out with their drills and their ladders trying to figure out how to navigate these lights from rooftop to rooftop through, you know, tangled trees and uh, across the street, you know, there's a bit of a distance, you know, trying to figure out how to make these lights work. But something that had been missing for a very long time came out of that moment. And it was this, this feeling of togetherness, this, this light that um, had returned to their neighborhood that had been missing. The incredible thing that he says is that, you know, all of it just sort of happened. It was nothing that he planned. Um, you know, it was just this random idea that he got. And then some of the greatest things happened that way. It just caught on and grew yeah. out of, you know, everyone had that same desire for connection and joy. And like, you know, I even remember last year that I, I wanted that the joy and beauty of the Christmas life. I put our Christmas tree up so early last year. Likewise. Because yeah. there is something so beautiful about Christmas lights. And so the fact that this neighborhood kind of adopted that and then just spread it even beyond what he had originally, you know, intended it to be was just a, a really cool thing for him to see and, and to see that neighborhood just embrace this um, and embrace each other in the process. Um, because, you know, as it turned out, the whole neighborhood needed that same thing. They needed that little pick me up. Everybody was struggling and, um, and this gave them something to gave them something to do. It gave them that little bit of hope, you know, to physically show that love lives here. In fact, there's this really great picture um, that one of the neighbors actually designed this really incredible string of lights that says love lives here. She like she stayed up all night taking uh, the dry cleaning hangers and bending it to make the words in cursive. It looks absolutely beautiful. It's a great It just picture. looks so great. Yeah. And well, and it really highlights too, just what you're talking about. Cause you see the entire street just covered with the rows upon rows of lights, like going mm -hmm. from house to house. And it, yeah, it's, it's just an awesome picture to see. Yep. And so that neighborhood, you know, there's hundreds of, of these, you know, similar kind of red brick houses that make up the neighborhood. And uh, at least 75% of the residents in that neighborhood participated in in this fancy little unplanned light display throughout their oh, neighborhood last year. And, um, and like I said, it slowly started to build and grow. And one of the cool things that has come from that is, uh, you know, it, it's it's happened again. <laughs> so they, uh, you know, come, come to a new year, you, you know, you did this cool thing. It was the year of the pandemic, you know, Oh, that was great. Nope. On November 21st, the Rogers Forge residents hung their lights together. They made a big party out of it. All the neighbor neighbors um, were out. Um, and they, they did it again. Awesome. So that's, I don't know. There's just something so cool about um, an entire neighborhood coming together, having it be like out of something that was unplanned. Well, that's what I love. Like, it looks like they've stumbled into like a neighborhood tradition now. I mean, yes. here's hoping like they yes. continue it, you know, years to come. That, that That's great. <laughs> 
So I'm I'm all for Christmas lights, but this story just it just caught my attention, caught my heart for sure. Um, to see light literally taking over this neighborhood, it's a beautiful story. The pictures are beautiful. I don't know. It warmed my heart and and inspired me to to want to be the light in in other people's you know in the world in the neighborhood. So yes, yeah. yes. spread spread light, spread beauty. There you go. There you go. Yeah, indeed. And I love it because it's such a simple thing, right? With Chris hanging Christmas lights, but mm-hmm. the symbolism behind it, man, is just so cool. You know, and, and the fact that you're literally tethered to your neighbor. So it's like, you know, like, hey, just look outside. You see the string of lights. You're never alone. You're always tethered to somebody. And that is just such a powerful, powerful feeling. And and it just makes it all the more powerful when you look at the photos and you just see all of the lights, all the different neighbors tethered mm-hmm. to one another. And it's just a community that has come together and they've shown each other that, hey, we're, we're not alone. We're, we're in this together. And, you know, we're, we're going to light our whole community up. Like, yeah, it's, it's great. A physical manifestation of of the the coolness of this neighborhood and just the bright light that they are. So <laughs> so yeah, I I would encourage you to, you know, Christmas lights are going to come down soon, which makes me sad cuz I love them. But I think that there are so many other ways that we can um just be a reminder to the people around us that that they are not alone. Um, there are so many little simple things that we can do to spread joy and spread beauty and spread kindness. Um, so, yeah, the story definitely makes me want to do more of that. So there you go. There's my story of hope. Same here. That's an awesome <laughs> story. I love it. All right. Well, before we get out of here, uh, as Amy and I like to do, we're each going to offer up a recommendation, something that uh, we've been enjoying that we think you'll enjoy as well. So, Amy, what do you have for us this week? I'm going to be honest. I don't know if you'll actually enjoy it. I don't know. I don't I don't foresee you actually enjoying it. I don't know. Are you into like Hallmark-esque type of movies? Are this how you're, no, I don't. It's not really my forte if i'm being honest but you know so so if you just like i don't know i've been in such a weird place like this last week and a half two weeks it's been hard for me to to want to do anything i've been there i've been there i i you know like i haven't really been watching a whole lot on tv or streaming i haven't really been reading or anything um when i'm driving i i don't have anything on like the radio's off. I'm not listening to any podcast. Like it's just silent, which is weird. But that's kind of <laughs> where I've been. Um, <laughs> however, there was one night where um, I couldn't sleep and it was very late and I ended up on Netflix. It's usually how some of the best films are found. Yeah. I don't know if this is like the best film, but it, it, it amused <laughs> me in my middle of the night delirium. So oh, there you go. I ended up watching it and its sequel because last year the first movie came out. This year the sequel came out, <laughs> and um, it's it is a very it's like the Netflix answer to a Hallmark Christmas movie, um, or a Hallmark movie. I would say Hallmark movie last year, Hallmark Christmas movie this year. So it's called A California Christmas. That was last year's 
um, moving. Okay. Or a California Christmas City Lights was this year. They're very much, um, like I said, kind of that Hallmark-esque. It's, it's very predictable. <laughs> like, you can see exactly where it's going. But it, it's kind of fun. I mean, the, the, two, the two main characters, um, they are husband and wife in real life. And um, I, their chemistry is really fun. It's based out of... Uh, California wine country, part of California wine country in, in Petaluma, California. So kind of a, a more California country, um, you know, side of things, especially in the first movie. Um, and then the second movie, City Lights, a lot of it takes place in San Francisco. But without, you know, giving away too much of what happens, albeit it is very predictable. It was enjoyable. Um, <laughs> so if you're looking for just like one of those like sweet romance, uh, hallmarky type movies, very um, mindless. There's some there's some funny moments here and there um, as someone who enjoys wine and, and wineries. There's a couple moments between a couple of the supporting actors who um, there's some wine banter that's very amusing to me <laughs> as someone who enjoys wine. But um, it was enjoyable to me. Uh, like I said, if you're just looking for something, something to watch, give it a watch. If you can't sleep at night and you need something, watch A California Christmas or a California Christmas City Lights movie. If nothing else, I, I give them credit for not going the predictable route with a sequel and just calling it A California Christmas yes. 2. yes. A California Christmas City Lights, um, <laughs> but it's the it's it it really is like it's that same sort of format where it's like he's the the rich the rich city guy who has to get the country girl to sign sign the sign over the deed to their land by such and such a date, or his his mother will c cut him from the the family the family fortune, and you know it's like one of those. <laughs> It's, Is he twirling his mustache too while he's trying to? <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, anywho, it's it, it's something fun. I don't have anything else to say, but you know, watch it. Don't watch it. But I enjoyed it. <laughs> it it passed my sleepless hours. So <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, there you go. It, it, it filled a need, <laughs> and sometimes that's all you need. That's all I got, friends. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> well that's uh that's a recommendation <laughs> that's about all i can say for that oh, one. oh yes Good and stuff. if you don't Good like stuff. it i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh man all, All right. right. So how about you? I know I know you've got a great recommendation for us. What do you got? Well, it's you know, it's gonna be difficult to follow <laughs> that up, but I do have a fun oh, a fun man. film. You know, I uh, I talked about Miss Doubtfire a couple episodes back, and I feel like I've definitely been on a 90s Robin Williams kick. And so another film that I, I just recently rewatched. Uh, I believe it came out in 96 originally, but a uh, little film that's currently playing on Amazon Prime called Jack. Mm. Uh, that stars Robin Williams, uh, Diane Lane, and Jennifer Lopez primarily. And honestly, this is a film, you know, I, I first watched it when I was in high school and 
from the moment I saw it, I just uh, fell in love with it. I, I, there's just something about it. And I, I feel like Robin Williams was perfectly cast in this role. Uh, if you haven't seen it, basically he plays this person who's uh, born with this like rare disease that essentially causes his body to age much faster than normal. But yet his brain does not. So he, he's basically an adult with the mind of a child. And honestly... As corny as that sounds on paper, I feel like Robin Williams is like one of the few people who could actually pull it off. I don't know that anyone else would have been able to do it uh, with the sincerity that he did. Because there is something very childlike about Robin Williams, too, you know, and very he's very likable. Uh, but particularly in this movie, like in a, you can see it in his eyes, like he just has this childlike wonder in the way he looks and views everything. And you just can't help but uh, buy into it, <laughs> you know? And just the way, like, he interacts with, like, his mother, played by Diane Lane, or his uh, school teacher, played by Jennifer Lopez. Their interactions is just fun, priceless stuff. It's also one of those movies I feel like you run the emotional gamut because there's moments where you're going to laugh, followed up where you're probably going to be in tears. I mean, it's a very emotional roller coaster uh, because it's at the end of the day, you know, it's basically dealing with this guy whose life is literally like flying by, you know, by the end of the movie, he's essentially like, looks like he's ready for retirement, but yet he's just graduating high school. <laughs> for me, it's a fun movie. I, I think it largely got panned by critics. So I'm not sure <laughs> like uh, how many other people like it, but I really do enjoy it. I think it's a fun movie. And for me, it's also, it has an uplifting message, you know, and like at the end of the film, Robin Williams' character uh, gives the valedictorian speech at his first high school graduating class. And to paraphrase him, essentially says something like, you know, life is short, uh, so make it spectacular. And I think that's a great uh, reminder, you know, uh, make every minute count, you know, you, you never know how long you're going to be here. And I think... Uh, having that reminder of just, uh, yeah, counting your blessings and just treating each day as, you know, it's the best day ever. And, and I, I feel that's a great reminder. So, you know, it's a film I like to come back to every once in a while. I, I think it's fun uh, and it's uplifting as well. So that is my recommendation, Jack, on Amazon Prime. So check it out. And, and certainly if you haven't seen it, do yourself <laughs> a favor and watch yes. it. Uh it's it's different, but it's fun. If you like anything Robin Williams has ever done, I, I think there's enough here you'll enjoy. And it's it's a great cast. So, yeah, that's my pick. Nice. Good pick. All right. Well, I think that does it for this episode. Uh, if you enjoyed your time with us, and I'm sure you did, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com. And do you know what else? We would love to connect with you between episodes on our Instagram. You can find us at AWO Hopes. And don't forget to tag us in any stories of hope that you find uh, or share your own experiences of hope and positivity with us there as well. We'd love to hear that. And uh, with that, don't forget to spread some hope in your corner of the world. Thanks for listening. Have a very happy new year, and uh, here's hoping 2022 is a great one. Cheers to that. <laughs> Until next time, take care. Bye.
All right. Well, before we get out of here. I don't have anything to say. As we like to do. Wait, just give me a minute. Okay. (laughs) Well, well, let me do the introduction and then. And then there will be crickets because I have no idea. Well, as Amy and I like to do, uh, I'm going to offer up a recommendation. She's going to offer up nothing. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we think you'll like it. (laughs) That's that's accurate. (laughs) What's my recommendation for today? Do nothing. No, that's not. (laughs) Do nothing and enjoy it. Sleep. Sleep is good. Actually, it does sound Do nothing and sleep. That's my recommendation. There you go. Oh, man. If I was ever going to adopt a resolution, those are two I can well, get. there you go. Oh, my voice is doing magical things right now. <clears throat> oh, Amy just hit puberty. There you go. Welcome. Just a few years late. <laughs>